1: All right, we have extreme weather to discuss on Wednesday on the Central U.S. You name it, we're going to get it. We'll talk about that in a second. We're going to wrap up the Western storm. And I'm on the monger train for next Ear-monger week. Yeah, monger train. Yeah, the, I'm, I'm on the monger. I've been looking for snow. Um, I, I see three probabilities for snow across the Midwest and Northeast in the next week. They're all low probabilities, but they're not zero. You're listening to Weather Insider for Tuesday, December fourteenth. Bernie Reno, Jess Pash, and Pash. Let's let's talk about what happened last night. The Rams. First of all, the Rams won. You and I were you and I were aligned on that Mm -hmm. one. And now, other
0: folks, not so much. Not so much.
1: Not so much. We won't name names, but people (laughs) within our department. Did not. They were thinking with their hearts instead of their minds. Yes. Um, and um, now your Patriots and my Packers are the number one seeds in each conference mm. right now. Right now they are. So we'll see how that unfolds. And then we had the epic battle that went on last night between Big Bernie and Baby Got Dak in the AccuWeather.com Fantasy Football League. Yes. Where Big Bernie was up lots of points. But At 40, you were you, you had Van Jeff you had Van Jefferson, right? Mm-hmm. And you then had you had, had uh, Prater. Mm-hmm. Prater had 16 points because I had him in my other league that I'm the commissioner yep. on. And I beat I beat the pants off of corn last night. Jeff Cornish. <laughs> he had a bad week. I, he had a bad week. I had a good week. Um, But you closed the gap. I think you got within nine. Yeah. But unfortunately, this means that Baby Got Dak will I'm not be out. in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I think it's uh, Mr. Knobs is going to get on it.
1: Knobs. Knobs yeah. has a dangerous team. Big Bernie, by the way, will be the number one seed as I went 12 and 2. Yeah, I went 12 and 2. So we'll see uh, what happens. I have a bye it's this a rough week. Year. It's a rough it's a right year. Everything me. went wrong for you. Everything went right for me.
0: That's how it so- always goes. It either goes. One way wrong, or the other or completely right. Yeah, I've no had in years.
1: <laughs> I've had years where everything went wrong uh, or I scored a ton of points. But then the pe- person that beat me scored more. I've had that. Uh, and in fact, the league that you and I are in, I had that kind of year last year. But this year, everything's going right. We'll see if I could take home the championship. All right. Um, s- extreme weather across the North Central United States tomorrow. Uh, you name it. We're going to talk about it. Let, let's first of all talk about what I think is the biggest story and just the incredible warmth we're going to see tomorrow,
0: mm-hmm. and the gusty winds too. I would say that yeah. those, those those two, two go yeah. hand in hand. But wow! Let's talk about the 40, warmth first. Twenty to forty degrees above normal. That's, yeah, that shatters records. And then yesterday we talked about maybe setting an all time record high for the month of December in Des Moines, and I believe I think we're, we're going to do it at, in Des
1: Moines.
0: Yeah, Kansas City to Potentially. Got a shot.
1: Got a shot in Kansas City. Got a shot in Madison. I think Madison's in there as well. But, you know, it's incredible warmth. You know, we're, we're upper 70s. And, and, and I went back and I looked, Jess, and, and throughout that area from like Kansas City, Columbia, Missouri, Des Moines, Madison, in those areas, it's going to feel like late April into the first or second week of May. That's wow. the way it's going to feel. And so we're moving the calendar four to five months tomorrow. That's incredible warmth.
0: Yeah. And then on the backside, I mean, some of these places that are warming near record high are going to see snow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Around Sioux Falls, Sioux City. I think it's going to stay north and west of Minneapolis. The up, you know, the, just to track of the upper low. But Fargo, Grand Forks. Uh, probably west of International Falls, Duluth has a shot, but I think the upper low is going over you, so it's got to be off to the north. There's going to be a few inches of snow with that, uh, and you know the, the the other thing of concern is that you've got a negatively tilted trough at the uh, seven o'clock tomorrow evening, and with the center of that over Sioux City, there's tremendous winds. On the southern side of this trough, let's forget the thunderstorms for a second. You're going to have wind gusts. I think over sixty miles per hour tomorrow from Dodge City. I think Kansas City. I think Des Moines. I think Madison. That whole area in there. You're going to have wind gusts over sixty miles per hour. That's without any thunderstorms. You're going to have that tomorrow, and uh, so that's going to produce some damage. I think it's damaging wind gusts. I think there's power outages and. While there's not a lot of moisture, there's enough dew point temperatures come up into the upper 50s to around 60 across Missouri and and, and Iowa tomorrow. And that tells me there's going to be a skinny squall line tomorrow, Jess, that develops late in the day.
0: Yeah. And the shear really is incredible. The low level shear,
1: both directional
0: and speed shear. I mean, it's there.
1: It's there because, you know, the tropical is negatively tilted. So you have a negatively tilted trough and, and you also have this almost this lifting warm front that go, that goes into there. And, you know, I think there's tornadoes on the ground tomorrow. It's not going to be like certainly not going to be like Friday night We're not talking dozens of tornadoes on the ground. I just don't think that, I think the moisture is the limiting factor. But the trough is negatively tilted. You're going to have a skinny line and you're going to get a QLCS. You'll you'll get some spin ups along this skinny squall line, low cape, high shear. So the instability is not great, but it's enough. But you have so much shear that you're going to get the thunderstorms going. Now, that line of thunderstorms, the very least is going to have damaging wind gusts. It has to because you're already going to have it anyway. Mm-hmm. But tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening, it's going to be a problem in Iowa up into uh, in, in into uh, Wisconsin and down in the Missouri, Kansas City, Des Moines, maybe, maybe in, uh, southern Yeah, the southeast toward Rochester. I think there's a skinny line that gets going there and you're going to see lots of damaging wind gusts. And I bet you you see a handful of tornadoes. They'll end up. I'm not even going to guess what the rating will be. I'm not even going to get into that, but I think there's going to be three, four tornadoes tomorrow in that area.
0: No, I agree. It looks like, again, a very, very small area. Yeah. But where those storms do set up, they look pretty juicy for a small period
1: of time. They do. We have another storm coming in the West, by the way, tomorrow, not nearly as strong as what we had. I, I, I can't wait to see the snowfall accumulations when it comes out from the weather service later today, because I, I think, you know, if you look at, at uh, one of the places I look at, it's Blue Canyon. It's right along it's right along Interstate 80 um, you know, um, in California, and it's on the it's on the Western slopes the sierra it's it's a perfect upslope areas so if you just take their liquid what they've what they've put out in the last 72 hours they've had the liquid amount they've had now again it's in a it's in not every place in the Sierra is like this but they've had 6.53 inches of liquid in in and that's at about it's about 5 5300 feet i believe it's 52 yeah 5286 so it's 5300 feet So that tells me once you get up under the crest there, you know, eight, nine thousand feet, someone's going to come in. And and by the way, it's still thumping snow at Blue Canyon right now. And and, and I suspect that their liquid from this whole storm is going to end up being about seven inches. So that tells me that someone at the very least got seven feet of snow, Wow. very least got 84 inches of snow. Someone's going to come in over 90 inches of snow with this storm as it wraps up here this afternoon. I don't think there's any doubt about that. By the way, downtown Los Angeles, Pash, downtown Los Angeles, not LAX, downtown Los Angeles. um, My last check, uh, when I looked at this, they ended up getting they've had uh, over an inch and a third precipitation. This is the first time downtown Los Angeles has had over an inch on a calendar day since December 28th of last year. So it's been a wet storm. San Francisco, almost four inches, Oakland, almost four inches. Did you see the rainfall amounts in the Santa Cruz mountains that Jeff Cornish found yesterday?
0: Yes, it was incredible.
1: Yeah, yeah. These storms in California, listen, you know, you remember that that it never rains in California, the song from the 70s. -hmm. Well, that, yeah, you know, it's not about weather, but it's hard to get it to rain in California, but if you can get the height slow enough and you get a storm, it will go, it will absolutely pour because of the terrain and the upslope and everything you have going on there. It's just hard to get storms that far south. But when you do, it just pours. Well, we've got a second storm coming tomorrow. Now, this is not, this is not like the previous one. However, I still think you're going to get like a half inch to an inch of rain like north of the Bay, Bay Area, Area. Mm-hmm. and about one to three feet of snow in the Sierra. Yeah, it so doesn't look
0: I, like it gets into Southern California. Though. It
1: doesn't know that you know the ballpark line you look for is five to 570 height line. It gets down there. I think there could be a shower or two, but there won't be much. But think about this. I think by and we and I talked about this last week. I'm not not saying I'm right yet, but we talked about, how, is someone going to end up with 10 feet of snow? By the end of this week, and I think the answer is going to be yeah, it is
0: somewhere in the Sierra Nevada.
1: No bad about it. Yeah, they're going to end up attempting to snow, and um, I I'm doing. I already did a comparison of what the Sierra snowback looked like on Friday compared Mm -hmm. to now, and you should see the difference. It's staggering.
0: Wow. Then next week we do it all over again.
1: We do, we do. You know, I, I we have another system coming in there. And it looks like I'm not sure on the timing of this there at at some point, something's coming in the early next week in the California. So there's going to be another storm that may be very wet and very cold. So this is this couldn't really do a number on that drought in California. Yeah, if you go ahead,
0: the one that comes in this weekend and that's not the real impressive one. I mean, it's going to bring more snow for mainly the northwest. Yeah, but- they're
1: going to get thumped again. Now, that looks like a cold, wet storm for the northwest. But it's the one after that that I'm mm-hmm. not sure does it cut off? Does does it come right in? I, I, I'm not sure how that's going to work. It may yeah. cut off and then eventually come in. But it looks like it. it it's still an unsettled pattern in California.
0: Yeah, the GFS looks like it's a a little confused here, but
1: yeah, and and, you know, so's the European. I think they're both confused. But what what I see as we get into next week is this upper low cuts off, and it kind of retrogrades off the west coast, which then opens the door for snow, snow Mm
0: -hmm.
1: in the upper Midwest and the Northeast. It opens the door. The door's been Sam slams shut, but I see some openings here and some possibilities for snow now i've been on the monger train for snow you know in the midwest and northeast and you know what i told you last time i was telling melissa this too until i seen an an, uh, an intrusion of cold air i'm not going to get excited well the problem is i don't i see some cold air coming across the upper midwest and in the parts of new england so that's the area that you would look but i see three opportunities one this weekend it would be in northern New England. Then that lays a front down, right? And because that upper low early next week, Pash, is cutting off or retrograding, you're going to get a split flow with the northern branch and the southern branch. And when you have a split flow, look out. Now, it's not all that strong, and I still don't see a lot of cold air, but there's going to be another opportunity. Somewhere around the you know Monday and the Tuesday, there's an opportunity for some more snow. Again, from the upper Midwest toward the northeast, probably the lakes. And yeah, it doesn't look great right now, but the opportunity is there. And then more colder air comes in. And then I think there's another opportunity as we get into the Christmas Eve, Christmas Day.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, though. It doesn't look like there's any significant cold in the Northeast in the upper. It doesn't, West, it, and it, the it north doesn't, central, but
1: it's cold enough though for snow. I think now the farther north you go, right? But there, but that's the way it looks now. But if that upper low can cut off. And in what I'm also seeing is an upper low across, you know, that that builds across James Bay and that sets up the split flow where you have cold air coming down. You have impulses coming out of the West Southwest. And that's where things start to change a little bit. Now, I've been looking for this for the last two months and it hasn't happened. And I've been <laughs> disappointed every single time. Right. But next week's a new week.
0: Yeah. And listen, if we're it hasn't really been a cold winter we've been talking about that for for the northeast uh, we'll have to be specific here but right. um listen i'm not complaining if we go through winter and it stays nice and uh toasty and we don't get a lot of snow i will not be upset i'll but be upset if i want to go skiing
1: but well, i was just going to tell you this that's a nice segue you threw me a hanging curve, and you didn't even know it <laughs> i used to i used to talk to the ski resorts A lot. I used to be in charge of the our ski resort service uh, ski forecast service here. Mm -hmm. One of the uh, owners of Hunter Mountain told me, you know what, Bernie, there's always two weeks of winter. No matter what season you have, no matter what's going on, there's always at least two weeks of winter. And it's usually in late December in the January at some point when when normals are out there coldest anyway. Right. So I'm on the snow train I know I'm the only one pushing the caboose. I'm pushing the caboose right now, but I'm going to keep an eye on that early, late uh, this weekend, mostly in New England. And then you've got a couple of shots early week, late week. So we'll see if that happens. But I'll be watching it. Yeah,
0: I'll be watching it, too. It already today doesn't look as juicy as it did yesterday, but we'll continue to keep an eye on it.
1: Yeah. I'll be watching it anyway. I'll um, Also be interested to see what happens to this drought monitor as we go through the week. Um, yeah. the, the thing is the drought monitor that comes out on Thursday will not include any rainfall that occurs after 7 a.m. on Tuesday. I think that's the way it works. It's, I think it's 7 a.m. on Tuesday. They stop.
0: Oh, I actually didn't know that.
1: Yeah, it, it's either 7 a.m. Tuesday or Wednesday. but I think it's Tuesday. So it stops. They have to collect the data and then run everything. So anything past 7 a.m. doesn't count. But <laughs> certainly, you know, they've had they've had a lot of rain in central and northern California. And there's no exceptional drought in northern California anymore. Did you note that? It's still extreme yes. drought, but it's not exceptional.
0: Mm-hmm. So, it's all through like uh, central California yeah. and into uh, Nevada.
1: Yeah, so. This is going to this is going to whittle it away. And it's important to build that snowpack. And I'll tell you what, if we can keep this pattern up and keep getting keep getting the snowpack in the Sierra, I that is the key to the drought in Southern California is to build that snowpack. If they can keep the building it, then I, I think that can go a long way to start alleviating, alleviating this drought. So we'll see. Anything yeah. else you want to talk about, Pash?
0: I was just going to say, I quickly pulled up the drought monitor for this time last year. And most of the drought at this time last year was actually out into Utah and Arizona. Yeah. And yeah. The, the, that's where the exceptional drought, at least, was in much of California. Really, I mean, yeah. it's nothing. It wasn't bad. I mean, it's severe drought, sure, but, it w- but that's not extremely, last- not exceptional.
1: Last winter was a complete disaster from a rain standpoint and not not only from a rain standpoint, but the snow in the Sierra. There was one big storm where there was over 100 inches and that was it. Mm. And I'm telling you, for 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 the reservoirs and that drought index, which people look at, the snow is critical in the Sierra. If you get a healthy snowpack in, in the Sierra, that is more important than rain. Now they go hand in hand. Obviously, but that snowpack is critical to those reservoirs because the drought index takes it also takes into account, you have to understand, water usage and and reservoirs. And that's why it gets skewed so poorly when or or negatively when you don't have snow in the Sierra, because you're gonna that means your reservoir levels are gonna be low. And that's what skews that toward more extreme and exceptional drought.
0: Yeah. Well, the Western US is certainly seeing improvements regardless of where you are northwest southwest in that d4 which is exceptional drought the most extreme of droughts and the numbers are falling i mean even just three months ago about 22 percent of the western u.s was under significant or rather severe drought exceptional drought now 15 percent yeah it's falling a drop
1: it is a good drop because they've had rainfall and these storms again. It's not easy to get rain in California, but when you do, it'll overachieve because of the terrain and everything. So we'll follow that. All right. Make sure you download the AccuWeather app. Um, it's free download. Tomorrow we will f- know whether baby got mm-hmm. baby got Dak is in the playoffs or not. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that. Maybe it, maybe maybe a hail mary. Maybe, maybe. I we'll, we'll see. I think the answer is known now.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: I haven't looked yet, so we will find out.
0: Don't bring me down when I'm already down.
1: <laughs> well, I'm leaving. That should bring you up a little. <laughs> Enjoy your day, everyone. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. For the latest in breaking weather news, be sure to follow Bernie Reno on Twitter at Accurano. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.